0: Hi there! Welcome to Be The Evidence. Susan and I wanted to let you know that be the is up and running. It's our community platform where we really put practice everything that we speak about within the weekly podcast. So within the platform of BeTheEvidence.live, you will get real-time text notifications as the energies shift, as planets move, as there is awareness happening around um, how to deepen our practice into presence. You also get guided meditations and intuited images to work on within a meditation and journaling practice. There's lifestyle and presence practices suggestions, as well as recipes to help support your becoming. We also will have live calls there where you can interact with us, get monthly forecasts on what's to come, have live Q&A sessions, and so much more. We would love for you to join us and be part of the community of becoming and being the evidence of what we all truly know is possible. I hope to see you there. Happy
1: day. Hello. Hello. We're at a new moon again. Seems like a just bad one.
0: I mean, I think that time's sort of like on speed. Like, I mean, I don't know what's happening. It's either evaporating or reversing or speeding full force ahead because it feels like, yeah, we just had a new moon. Um, but I'll tell you, it's felt really long and drug out. It's damn, Mercury in retrograde. I feel like this has been everlasting.
1: Yeah, it seems, it seems long, but I think Mercury retrogrades always kind of seem long. This one seems, uh, in, in addition to that, like very targeted, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's like a, you, normally what I say about Mercury retrograde is if you're being asked to stop what you're doing, just stop what you're doing and evaluate because you're not seeing something or you're missing a piece or your communication's off, you need to edit, whatever. Mm -hmm. This one seems like very, like, sit down, like, oh, damn, okay. Maybe it's because it's, probably because it's in Scorpio, but it seems uh, intense. Yeah, I agree. But we're coming out of it. Right, same, so we're recording on the 5th, so it'll go up on the 6th. And that's when Mercury goes direct. And then the next day, Friday, is the new moon. Mm-hmm. Mercury is going to be in Scorpio until the 12th. So we're still kind of in it with the intensity, with communication and our minds and that kind of stuff. Um, but at least it won't have so much uncertainty and confusion in it. I think we'll be able to start making decisions, probably about boundaries. And um, I would say... That since Mercury is in a grand trine water with North Node Cancer and Chiron retrograde Pisces, it will probably be boundaries for yourself first. Boundaries around yourself, meaning deciding that you're going to lean towards transforming upward rather than diving headfirst into all the things that you think are wrong. Um, It would be about self-care. It would be about letting... um, Letting old trauma, old hurts, old shadows about the past to end, get them off of you. That would be a boundary with yourself that you're not going to cling to grievances or regret or fear. You're going to let it all go and try and elevate upward on purpose because the new moon is going to ask us to make a decision whether or not we're going to lean into the story of our brokenness. Or if we're going to head in the direction of new possibilities past what we've seen so far, and that will that will be a leap that will require us to not take baggage with us. Yeah, that leap situation.
0: I like I like I just want to unpack that for a little bit, right? Like a, about one. I think we ended the last podcast about talking about this about like. I did not see the vulnerability needing the vulnerability of needing to leap being such a great magnitude going into it. Like in my brain, I was like, Oh sure. A leap. Like I'm good about like, I don't know. Um, actualizing things into reality. Like I'm good about making changes in my life and pivoting very quickly. Right. But like when, I didn't foresee the depth and the magnitude of the leap that would be coming in front of you or in front of me at this time and how much of my reserves it would require, but also like how intense of that, like um, the detoxification process would be.
1: So the new moon in Sagittarius is squaring into Mars being at 13 degrees with Neptune. It's that it's, it's, something bigger than you mm-hmm. call it the greater force of life, divinity, spirit, whatever, however you see it, enveloping your ego going, yes, I understand you are scared. This is going to take faith and trust, and you're going to have to move past what you've seen so far. Totally get it. Are you still willing to do it? And I think there's a reactive Element to Mars that goes, no. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) it's so true. We have to go, okay, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel that way? Don't push away that you're scared. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay to be scared. But why are you? What has happened to you? What has happened to you that makes it to the point where when you bring up the concept of trusting life, it feels like, oh shit, something bad is about to happen. What if it's not, what if it's not? That takes such,
0: yeah, that's what it takes, the dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that it takes such a radical belief, right? That everything that you've been through, that you've seen is now over. And it's over in such a degree that you do not have actual physical representation of that. You don't have evidence of that outside of you, but yet there's also, it's equally met with this, and there's no other fucking alternative but to believe. Mm. I mean, I guess there is an alternative to not believe. There's an alternative to always run and hide in the cave, right? There's always the alternative of turning backwards and pretending that life's out to get you. It's all going to go to shit that you cannot believe in anything of possibility ever finding its way to you or being deserving of it. What kind of adventure story does that write?
1: It doesn't. Mm -hmm. It keeps you in the loop of suffering. So Mercury going direct is going going to remain in Scorpio for another six days. And you totally totally can dive headfirst into sabotage if you want mm-hmm. because vulner- I think I'm with you I did not anticipate the degree of vulnerability involved with liberation mm-hmm. holy shit right so what are you gonna do are you are you gonna are you gonna break your own legs so you're forced to go back into the prison to the medic right or are you going to walk down the street and go I don't know I don't know I'm just gonna start walking and see what happens mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would break their leg to go back in to see the medic.
0: Well, because there's a level of comfort there, right? I mean, it's sort of like standing at the edge of the ocean and being like, I don't know, there could be land out there. I've never seen it. I could, and there might be a whole new like island waiting me, but that's filled with palm trees and magical beings and fruit, right? Like it could be out there, but I mean, I'm going to have to start swimming if I'm going to freaking find it. or stay where I'm at there's a lot of comfort in staying where you're at and returning to the old patterns and then there's also it's just like met with this intense like soul exhaustion of like yeah but I've done that for eons and I'm tired of it I would like to liberate completely past what I have been working from and um creating on exhaustion, right? Like the patterns that have been on replay from a very exhaustive state.
1: I've been saying that I think, believe, I dare say no, that this new moon will change your life for years to come, if not the rest of your life. Hmm. Because there's an element of completely walking away from your suffering and leaping into what feels like being reincarnated in this lifetime. And it's gonna echo into the first eclipse in January, where the there's gonna be a new moon solar eclipse at 15 degrees Capricorn, which will be in a semi-sextile to this new moon. Mm-hmm. So it's leaping and then holding on and making it land at the eclipse. It's like the, it's the, it's the
0: flamingo, right? It's the flamingo of standing in the water and being like this I mean, flamingos are pretty magical. I mean, they're pink in the middle of the water (laughs) and not that it's like the pink that makes them magical. I mean, just look at them and across the board, right? Like they're a magical bird, but they're also like that spirit of being on the in between of being able to fly but also being able to like stand in the water and the emotional waters and to break the paradigm of oh all birds are black or all birds are brown right like there's no like there's this flamboyancy there's this wildness that is able to be inhibited there's a magic there but like you there's a place where we're being held right now that is in between right we're being in held in this place of I want to be that flamingo and own my magic. And I'm also have been deeply conditioned to believe that I am not magical, that I cannot access that. And that leap, yes, is absolutely life-changing.
1: I can't tell you how much I love that image because seriously, if you, if you watch flamingos, there's, when you're watching, it's, it's like, if you watch flamingos, it's almost like what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. You, look at your legs. What is going on? Right. They're sticks. You have they're stick sticks. legs. <laughs> and they're just walking around like pink is normal. <laughs> <So true. laughs> Who told you that's what birds look like? And they're like, nobody asked. I didn't, I wasn't asking. This is how <laughs> I am. So true. <laughs> Owning it. Flying their freak flag
0: with all the world to see, like, right.
1: this is it. <laughs> not even taking a poll as to whether or not we approve. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. When, we're like, when we're looking at me, it's like, you guys are really beautiful. They're like, right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's right. This is what and, it looks and, like. And, and we go, how did that happen? It looks like magic. And you're like, they're like, I don't, we live here all the time. Mm-hmm. What's going on in your world?
0: Yeah, I just think it's like so interesting to think about it from the reverse, right? Like if we were really in our, i said this before, like our infiniteness, our magic, right? Like that true level of possibility. Like let's say we just took that leap for a second. Would we really look behind us and be like, man, yeah, I want to go backwards. Like I want to walk back towards those patterns, right? Like that oppression, that suffering. Hell no, nobody's going to do that. For me, like I, I, would, I should have done that earlier. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Like I, let's go forward, right? But then to stand at this edge of like, okay, intense, deep leaping and you sort of pitter patter on your feet. Like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. Maybe I should break my leg and go backwards. Not really. It's like, I want to constantly hold that place of being on the other side and knowing that you would never trade it.
1: I have that feeling a lot about having left my corporate job. Mm -hmm. So I, I had to, I had to be forced to finally do it. The energies took me all the way down. I didn't have a choice anymore. I had to leave, Mm -hmm. but at the time it didn't make any sense. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have, I didn't have, I just left. I just said, and today I'm done. And then I was like, Oh shit, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. And so I had to hurry up and catch up to myself. Everyone thought I was crazy. But looking back now, there's no way I could ever go back to that situation. The same. same. Right. Why didn't I do this sooner? Mm-hmm. There is no. Do I miss my prison cell? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Do you miss your special snacks? Nope. Mm-mm. I do not. Do you miss being told what to do all the time? Not for a millisecond. No. It's really like that piece
0: too of like, Do I miss being small or forcing myself into this mold that was never me and I could not even stretch out into it, but damn did I own it and try to make it mine and make it work and show pride of how well I could do this, right? No, I actually like being able to stretch out. I like being able to completely inhibit my space,
1: my spirit, my life. And it's almost, it's um, not quite, but it's almost funny. The things that people told you were important. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you miss your car? No, mm-hmm. not at all. Don't you miss, don't, don't you miss, um, don't you miss like being on airplanes? Mm-hmm. Not really, not really. Mm-mm. Don't you miss like the crowd that you're in? No, I, I don't even remember most of their names. mm I think it also
0: is like that piece too about like, don't you miss the um, quote unquote security? Like that's what I always come back to. Cause you know, like both of us left the, the corporate government job situation. Like, and that was really the thing that I was told the most of like, this is what you're going to miss is this sense of security. And what I've realized is that, no, actually I like chaos. I enjoy change. That makes me feel completely alive. And that is where I get to see how well I can fly, how strong my wings truly are. It gives me a a sense of like vivaciousness of like vitality that this is what I was born to do. It wasn't that I was born to be secure by having the 401k or the predictable time off or, you know, the, the corporate ranking up leveling or the car or any of that sort of stuff. Like my security comes and knowing I've got my own back. And I did not know that through what my job. I knew that through I have to do these things in order to feel quote unquote secure. But now I've realized that it has nothing to do with the job. What I was being kept from was me creating my own security.
1: Right. Because when you're when you're free and you're not working for someone else's agenda and you're not being told what to do and you're not within the parameters of what people want you to be, when you're free, when everything you do is 100% owned by your own sovereignty, every action you take has immediate impact in your life. Mm-hmm. Like you wake up you wake up every day going, what are we gonna make happen today? Mm-hmm. A lot, that's, that's what we're gonna make happen, a lot. And it doesn't go, it's not somebody else's dictation. It's not somebody else's vision. It's yours. Every move you make, you get immediate impact back to yourself. Whether it's having your own company or um, living where you want to live or branching off into a relationship realm that feels liberating rather than constrictive or engaging with your kids in more presence, whatever it is. It's not necessarily about having, like, walking away from a job and going into an entrepreneur world. Right. It's how you approach your life. Right. Approaching your life from a place of 100% presence and integrity. This means something to me. It resonates with me. So this is what we're doing now. And fuck them if they don't like it. When you, when you have people who have, a, have an opinion about, uh, you're, that makes you happy? Why, how could that make you happy? Why are you doing that? Who cares? If it makes me happy, then you should be in favor of it. Mm-hmm. People going, oh, no, you can't do that. Watch me. Watch me. You can't be with that person. They don't wear a suit to work. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Right. I don't give a shit at all. That person works with their hands, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you and I were
0: talking about this off mic, too, um, about how this could be also like, right, it all, it's all macro micro, it all, what we see in the world is what's happening within us, right, like we've talked about this repeatedly, so like part of us sloughing off the things that we've carried forward, the patterns, the beliefs, the limiting perspectives on life, the distrust, right? That extends forward into the company that we keep. That if we are being met with people being like, why do you like that? I don't know why you're doing that. If you were hearing that in your head and you've been listening to anything that we've been saying, obviously that is the time that those types of thoughts are gonna fall to the wayside. That means it may also be the time where those relationships start falling to the wayside of now I am meeting myself completely in presence and the people, the company that I keep, they're also
1: fucking meeting me there. Right. So do they like you, love you, want to be near you for the actual you or the false you that you've created? Yeah. When the false you falls away because you are leaping into living your life in resonance with, with, with what you truly believe in, Mm -hmm. what opens up your heart, what opens up your care, what opens up your vulnerability, what allows you to manifest what you want for your life in complete integrity. When you're living that way, if they don't like it, they need to go find someone else who's willing to hold up a false self. Right. Because it's not going to be you anymore. Mm -mm. There's, and you know, with the Pluto and Libra generation and the Pluto and Scorpio generation, that can look like where you look up and everyone's gone Mm -hmm. it's like crickets and you kind of have to be okay with that moment of silence whenever your true self is coming up and the false self is falling away and you're living in integrity you might get a lot of people who are like who are you and you have to go hate to break it to you but this is me Mm -hmm. you didn't know me before and i apologize for contributing to a false narrative or maybe you don't apologize it's just where you were. Mm -hmm. And people either go, I like it. You, real you, finally. Awesome. Yay. I want Mm -hmm. it. Turn it up to 12. Or they only want your false self and therefore it's not you they're looking for. They need to go find it somewhere else. You got to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. That's hard.
0: It's very hard. It's, I mean, it's hard twofold, right? Is one that like, that it's become easier in a lot of ways to revel in a false self, a false identity in a lot of ways to keep the peace, right? To maintain balance or homeostasis, right? Like to maintain the status quo. That's sad. That's soul level sad. That's spirit demeaning sad, right? And then you have the sadness that's like, One, in leaping and in owning yourself and owning that flamingo energy and owning that, like, yes, I'm flying my freak flag and here I am 110%. That you may not be witnessed in that, that you may not be received in that energy. Or if you are received, it's, hey, you know what? You actually need to turn that shit down. This is, that doesn't work here. You're not welcome here. You need to go back. And to recognize that, like, one, that's part of, like, I, in my belief, that's part of like spirit's challenge of like, okay, you're ready to own yourself. You're ready to own your life. You're ready to liberate. You're ready to like actually expand. How willing are you?
1: Gonna, gonna get really quiet around here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm.
0: You gonna still stand in your truth? You gonna still stand up for who you are? You're not gonna back down. Let's make sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? You get that challenge, and that's an uncomfortable space to sit in. It's uncomfortable space to be like. Here I am fully accepting myself and owning it and not being received the way that I had like secretly hoped for.
1: And that in turn will afford you a level of compassion and empathy you would not have otherwise. You will turn into a person who will witness other people liberating into their authentic selves and going, I see you. Good job. Welcome, honey.
0: Yeah, I think that's the way of the light bearer right? This is the way of the light shower. And I think this is also part of what we're talking about with this new moon of like, if we're talking about it's going to liberate your life and change your life in ways that you've never seen before. That's not just personal. That's collective, Mm -hmm. right? This is us liberating into a manner that we've never existed for. So therefore, there have to be people that are light bearers, that are light showers, that bring the light forward and for all of us to know, hey, it's safe hey, it's good. Hey, this water is really fucking sweet. It's the best you've ever had, right? Like it is truly a satisfying on a completely different level. And the only way you know that is by standing in that place of discomfort, of owning all of the sensations that go around with your liberation.
1: That, that motivates me. When when shifting or pivoting or evolving or changing, whatever, when those things happen and it's very uncomfortable, I have learned over time to try and really pay attention to how I feel in those spaces because I want to remember. Mm -hmm. Because when I witness other people making the same kinds of moves, I want to remember what it feels like and be like, I know exactly the spot you're in. Let's build webs. This is why we build webs to be like, oh, here's another one. Let's go support her. Oh, there's another one. Let's go support him. Building webs together because you know what it feels like to feel like you're the only one and that you might be going it alone from here on out. We need to be able to reach out to people and go, I know that feeling. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. We build webs here. Watch. Yeah.
0: I think both of them are so equally powerful, right? To get that to the place where you're like, well, full ownership of your own liberation and full ownership of your own spirit and being like, I may, I may just be at this alone, but I'm sure shit not going backwards. Like this is just who I am and this, I'm going to own it. And if it means that I take my last breath alone, then it means I take my last breath alone. This is how it's going to go down. And then to equally watch how spirit universe, creator, God, whatever you want to say, starts matching people that are also like, yeah, you know what, you're not alone. I'm also here with you. But I also sure shit got to that place too, that I was like, well, this is it. This is how I'm living out the rest of my days. And to recognize that, like, even in that place of I am doing this absolutely alone, you're immediately met with that support that that there's somebody there to receive you, to uplift you to walk hand in hand with you to witness you in that evolving, in that grasping, in that reception of true, like, expanse. It's beautiful. It's a miracle. Yes.
1: It is, it's a, it a modern miracle to leap and go, fuck, I hope the net appears, and then it does? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, <laughs> holy shit, a net just appeared, wow. <laughs> You wouldn't have the experience of life showing up for you had you not leapt, right. not knowing if the net's going to show up. You had to leap in the not knowing to see that you were right. Yeah. It's a fucking miracle. It is. It, gives it you is. gives
0: goosebumps. I got goosebumps all over people.
1: <laughs> so good. And so, and, so, and so back to the new moon. hmm. Leaping into possibility. Allowing something bigger than you to envelop you in healing and go. I know you're scared, but we're gonna leap anyway. Mm-hmm. That's Neptune around around Mars, the grand trine water of Chiron saying we're gonna let all that old stuff be over now. And you go, oh shit, I don't know if I can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. But it happens all the time. Every single second of every single day, someone's putting down their bag of shit and going, I'm not carrying this shit anymore. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Radical, excessive self-care, North Node and cancer. We're going to do this shit. We're going to leap.
0: We're going to leap and know that it's going to be okay. You know, it makes me think about birth. When I was in labor, um, I was with a midwife and, you know, in the middle of Montana, that sort of thing. And the image that stuck with me was that I had seen an image of a woman and I think she was in Africa or in some other country where there was a huge storm coming through and ravaging her city. And she was in labor and she had climbed herself up to the top of a tree and birthed her baby at the top of the tree. And there's like this snapshot of her in the top of the tree birthing her baby, right? And I held that with me when I was also in labor. And I feel like it's sort of the same thing of like, we're going to leap and we're going to climb to the top of the tree and we are going to birth ourselves into liberation. And it is going to be amazing. We're going to be held, right? But we have to believe that we can, we have to start climbing
1: towards that top of the tree. (laughs) So I have a, I have a child too, right? Right. I remember before I got pregnant, I was like, I don't know about this giving birth thing. I don't understand it. I don't know what's going to go down. I don't know how it's going to feel. I don't think I want to do it. <laughs> and I was gonna adopt because no, I'm not going into something I don't know about. Uh-uh. Right? <laughs> and then once you have a child, you're like, what was I t- what was I talking about? <laughs> you don't have to know. You don't have to know. Life just happens. And you don't you have to know delivered. everything that's gonna happen. It's okay. Just right. look, just trust me. Go do it. And you have to go, all right, but I don't know everything that's gonna happen. And life goes, you don't need to. <laughs> you
0: but you'll be delivered where me. you're supposed to go, right? you'll be get delivered
1: there. You know, but sometimes sometimes things do take a turn. Yeah. Sometimes things don't work out. Right. Sometimes sometimes emergencies happen. Right. Sometimes you do fall down. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do have to change your plan. Sometimes you go down a dark alley and you shouldn't be there. Right. That's okay too. That's okay too. That also also in those realms. If you take a leap and it turns out that you leaped into a well, you can climb out. It's okay. We learn there too.
0: Absolutely. And I think to me, like, um, that's more of that echo, right? It's that we're all practicing leaping. We're all practicing this leap into our liberation because that's not the skill set most of us have, right? We don't, it takes a lot and we have had a lot of oppression, whether it be our own or from society or from our family or from our genealogy and our ancestry, right? I don't believe that we are required to leap one time. We are consistently leaping over and over and over again and we're getting farther and farther into our liberation.
1: Yeah, and personally, and I doubt it's just me, okay? I personally am not willing to not leap at all because I don't know what's going to happen in it. I'm willing to take the chance of leaping and falling down rather than not trying at all. Right. Because you learn there too. You learn to leap better. You learn to aim better. You learn to take supplies. You learn how to stand up. Even when it doesn't land how you thought it was going to land, it's still worth it. Absolutely. Thank you for listening in to the Be
0: the Evidence podcast with Susan and I. We are really grateful that you are here, that you're showing up, that you're willing to be seen, and that you're exploring these conversations. Thank you. If you're curious at all about the offerings and the readings that Susan and I do, I would really urge you to go to our websites. There you will find a lot more information about who we are and the services that we have. Susan can be found at susangrace.org and I can be found at aubreycara.co. For all of our listeners of the podcast, we have set up a Patreon page specific to you guys. There you will find um, services that are not available to anyone else. And you can find us on patreon.com. Backslash Be the Evidence Podcast. When you're there, there are two different options for you to have access to a guided meditation and or a reading with Susan and I both. If you ever have any questions or comments or feelings that you would love to share or stories about how the podcast is resonating with you, we would love to hear them. Please feel free to reach out to us at be the evidence podcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, please know we are deeply grateful for all the ways that you are showing up. We see you, we hear you, we feel you. Thank you.